Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Two Jews. I'm David and today I'm joined by Zach. Thanks for joining me. Um, thanks, David. So I want to kind of talk about how we were raised because I feel like it's, it's an interesting... I don't know, I, I just feel like it's interesting because, you know, a lot of Jews our age, I feel, were raised in similar manners and then they don't really know, you know, what it means for their identity or, or why or how they feel the way they do about Judaism. So, like, for me, you know, my grandparents on one side were kind of conservative, I think. And, and when, my, my par when my dad was growing up, it was a kosher home. But for us, we, like, didn't really follow much, except my dad kind of claimed we did. So we would not eat pork, but I think sometimes we had ordered pepperoni pizza. And, like, we didn't keep kosher. We didn't go to shul, but on high holidays we did. And we did the... the, the the dinners for the for Passover and Rosh Hashanah. So it felt like kind of the bare minimum to still consider ourselves Jews. Um, that was kind of my experience. What, what was yours like? Um, I think we started out a little bit more on the conservative spectrum. Like I remember we were, we definitely had two sets of dishes and two sets of cutlery for okay. milk and meat. But if we ordered in Chinese food, then we'd eat it on um, like paper plates or like plastic. Mm -hmm. So like it was, it was okay, but we just didn't eat it on our plates because that would make them not kosher. Yeah. But I don't think that that's how rules work. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what like, what did you think about that, for example? Because like whenever my family and like I had, I we did even less than that, but I had some cousins and stuff who did stuff like that. And to me, it just seemed silly, like so arbitrary. Uh, so like, what, what did you feel growing up in that environment? Oh, um, I mean, in that environment, I think that we, um, I have a cousin who I'm quite close with, who's a lot more religious. And so we, we saw that aspect of it, um, quite closely, mm -hmm. uh, and saw like the differences and it just seemed difficult. Yeah. Like it seemed arbitrarily difficult for no good reason that we could ever figure out. Okay. So we were definitely culturally Jewish. Um, and then high holidays. Um, I remember it was more of an emphasis when I was a child, like we would go to shul maybe once a month. Oh, really? something like that on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, it was always my dad who pressured us to do it. And it mm. was definitely always pressure. Yeah. And my mom almost never came with. Okay. So I, I definitely feel the same way as you in terms of like one parent definitely pushed it more so than the other. Yeah. And then how did you feel when you would go? Because like we, we'd only go to shul um, for high holidays. But even that, it was like they, we wouldn't have to stay the whole time. We'd just be like my cousins and my siblings and I would literally sit there waiting until, you know, the first big break after the first sermon. And then we were allowed to go hang out in the park until the adults finished. So it was like... They had they made us sit there, but they didn't even try to make us understand why we should care. So it's just kind of like our duty to go and sit there. It felt like. How did how did you feel uh, um, when you'd actually go? I felt like most of the time as a child, it was my, my dad wanted to go, mm -hmm. but we were there essentially just to annoy him and he would try and keep us occupied yeah right so for like especially for like high holidays you know 
everybody's there. You see some people you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. You go in and out and in and out. So I think that a lot of that is just how it works with children now, right? Like you can't explain to a child like, okay, we're doing this. This is kind of why. Um, don't ask too many questions. You have to keep quiet in here. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I went to a shul about a month ago in Kitchener and the kids weren't even like there at all. So they had, it was like, it was a modern Orthodox shul and the kids had like a separate thing. So it was like maybe like a, like a Saturday school thing and the adults were there in the actual prayer room. Cause I think it's kind of recognized that, I mean, the kids don't necessarily speak English that well, let alone Hebrew and, and won't really know what's going on. So they kind of, yeah, I don't know, but it makes sense. But so then do you know why do you did you ever talk to your dad about kind of like why he wanted you there or or why it was kind of important to him but not you know but they didn't actually like follow everything or go every week did you ever like get an idea of uh, of his thinking i think that it's something that he grew up with and he wanted us to have a similar upbringing to his mm. it's the same reason that people nowadays pass on religion to their children they think it's like a good influence and where else are they going to, you know, meet friends who are for some reason of the same religion, which I can't justify why I would need friends who are the same religion. But um, it's it seems like it's just a cultural thing that you want to pass on these traditions. So, yeah. And did you feel like, how do you feel now? Do you feel like you did get a sense of it and like to to continue to pass it on? Or like, what are your thoughts about about your experiences now? Um, I think that, uh, so I've traveled a bunch and I've gone, whenever I go somewhere, I always, mostly to make my grandparents happy, I always go for, to one synagogue thing, okay, wherever yeah. I am. So if I'm, I, so I went once in Hong Kong and I went once in Reno, that mm. was weird. Um, yeah. But I went once here for uh, Yom Kippur and it's, it's mostly, no matter where you go, um, Ashkenazi Jews are all the same. Is, okay. the, is the biggest thing that I've seen. But um, I think that's like moving forward, you meet, you meet somebody who's Jewish and it's just, it seems easier to start uh, a conversation because there's more background that you've got together. Yeah. There's more similar background. And I think that looking forward, I would want to make my life as easy as possible. So I'd probably want to marry somebody who's Jewish. Mm -hmm. And so then my children would probably have some aspect of going to synagogue for some things, but probably less than I did. Yeah. that That's the thing I think about a decent amount is kind of like, I personally didn't like, I've always been kind of an all or nothing type thinker. And I, I never really liked that my dad kind of did like half, half he like half asked half of it right like he really just tried to and I guess it's everyone you know everyone does what they what they can or, or what they can try to do um, but I kind of had less respect for it because he didn't seem to respect it authentically was my interpretation right um, so it's like I'm wondering if I'll end up being more more Jewy than than my parents were because I would at least, if I'm going to buy into it, I would at least want to buy into it, you know, 
properly, I guess. I don't know if there's a if there's a particular proper way to do it, but I always felt like, you know, my upbringing wasn't proper, I guess. I know what you mean, but it feels like that's just too much work. Um, it's it's going to be to like go full bore into everything is crazy, you know. Well, so like, like a, a good example is, is the dishes thing, right? So if you're not going to keep kosher all of the time, why have kosher dishes, right? Like I, I something like that, I don't understand. E- either I'll, I'll keep kosher or I, or I won't, I, right? And okay. keep, keeping kosher is a lot of work. Or it's not, it depends where you live, I suppose. Some places it's quite easy. Um, but do you get what I mean? Like within any aspect of it, I suppose, right? Um, or, or it is about, you know, my, my dad never really tried to have the conversation about why I should care to go to synagogue on high holidays. He ne- like we just were supposed to go and why? Because you're supposed to go. And so if, if I, do you, get, do you get kind of where I'm going? Like there was no explanation ever. So how is it yeah. actually being passed on to me? Yeah, I, I totally understand what you mean about that and not being in a in a position where you feel like connected to it because you feel like, oh, there's so many things that we're just not doing because we just don't. It's not that we don't care, but it's we've decided that we follow these three rules, but not these four rules. Yeah. And, and, and it's also about the ones we do follow, like why, not just blind faith, right? And, and the little bit I read about Judaism is it encourages you to ask those questions, right? Because it's in the why that you actually figure out, um, you know, why it's worth doing. Did you, ever have, do you, did you ever have those thoughts or conversations growing up? And, and do you have them now as you, like you say, you want to marry Jewish? Uh, do you... Do you think kind of about like why particularly rather than it just being like a bit easier? Or did you ever talk to your parents about why you do the things you do? Um, I think that it's, it's just, um, hmm, I don't think I have actually, you know what? I think you're right there. Um, I haven't talked to my parents about it uh, recently, um, but. What about as a kid? Because like even we did i did hebrew school only for a couple of years and it's like the stereotypical kid is like why 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 and so i mean once we made our our hebrew teacher cry because we were questioning god too much and she couldn't handle it um which i mean isn't particularly great for trying to convince kids there's a god um but it's like you know i feel like that's an important thing especially for religion is to try and explain why we're doing these things rather than just saying it's tradition you have to do it because that's kind of what i feel like a lot of people our age were raised in a way where they were just kind of their parents were just kind of trying to hold on to tradition rather than actually believing what they were doing and so it kind of our generation largely like felt that and, and and didn't feel like it was authentic uh practice i don't like i don't i i'm wondering if that's that's the way i feel about it i'm wondering if you have like what your thoughts are in in that kind of that vein um i think that the best way to go about this would be to try it um have you ever like tried to keep like a shabbat dinner like a shabbat like the whole time no phone no internet no turning on the lights have you ever 
done that experience and seen seen that side of things? Have you ever tried that? And I think that that's the way that you're gonna be able to to see if it's what's right for you. And I I think mm -hmm. that you you know I, I don't see the world as black and white as I think you seem to. Mm -hmm. I think that it's um, everything seems to be shades of gray. And if you you know what you're let's say what, what do you have a new year's resolution this year no i don't really try to do those okay um but let's say you're you're the typical somebody who's like gonna go get fit and yeah you know go to the gym more and let's say you increase going to the gym from like one day to two days a week and that's great yeah. but you're not you're not um like you know taking all the protein powder and you know Mm -hmm. trying to trying to get huge right so i think that a lot of things end up being shades of gray and this this is one of them yeah okay that that's fair and there is i read a book and about judaism and it said like there's this sentiment of not yet right if if someone is only following one rule of judaism you shouldn't laugh at them if you're a better jew or not a better jew but a more devout or observant jew you should applaud their effort and and know that they only by doing some of it will they eventually end up doing more potentially. So I guess I guess that's fair. But you you had mentioned that you think your kids will have potentially even less of it than you did. Um, and so like I'm 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 thinking or or I'm hoping that that wouldn't be the case for me. But I also didn't have as much uh, in my in my childhood as you did. Um, do you know, I guess it's hard to predict exactly what you'll be like as a Jewish father, let's say, but <laughs> I am like, I, I'm, I, I do think about this because I think it's, you know, the time that, uh, you know, people our age are thinking about uh, marriage and kids, right? Like our generation, at least. Um, and, and so it is something I think about. Um, I'm not sure if you have explicitly like, do you, do you have an interest in kind of like keeping Shabbat all the time or once in a while, anything like that? Um, so I, I have cousins who are, you know, quite religious mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm quite close with them. Um, yeah. So I think that the, the way that my children are going to experience that side of things is by getting to know people in that community through them. Okay. Right. So the way I see it is like, I, I have an uncle who's more religious. So whenever we did a high holiday, he would always lead whatever was going on. Yeah. Um, so my cousin who will fill that, who will hopefully, if I live in this, in the same area as them would hopefully fill the same role for my children so that they would have, if they have a question, you know, they can ask me and I could be like, don't ask me. I don't know that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So um, I think that giving them like the same way uh, when you were a kid, were you enrolled in a bunch of different things, soccer, swim, yeah, yeah, gymnastics, it's the same thing, right? You give a kid a lot of opportunities to find a thing that sticks. And if they find the thing that sticks and it's religion, yeah. awesome. Okay. They found a community. So do you think that uh, your parents did a good job of having it stick in you like you you kind of because a lot of my friends like the the stereotypical Thornhill Jew that I was friends with has like very little interest or attachment to Judaism and they like my friends find it hilarious and, and absurd that I'm like interested in pursuing it more 
fully. Um, uh, do you do you have similar experiences with your like Jewish friends? I think that I'd like to separate um, religiously Jewish from culturally Jewish. Okay. Um, so there are definitely people who are um, culturally Jewish who you talk to them and they've uh, they're obviously talking from that background. Yeah. But if you talk to somebody who's religiously Jewish, it's a different cultural background because we're talking about like, you know, somewhat conservative North American Ashkenazi Jews versus um, uh, a religious experience that's very different culturally, right? Mm. I'm sure that even if you have friends who went to, you have friends who went to like um, chat or char no, I didn't really like I, a couple of my cousins went there, but most of my friends just were kind of Jewish, secular, Thornhill secondary school people. Okay, gotcha. So they all went to you went to a school where the majority of the people were Jewish. But it so wasn't when, a Jewish school. Yeah. Yeah. So when a high holiday came, it was like, oh, nobody's nobody's going to school this day. It's like pretty much a holiday for everybody. Yeah. Um, so, Okay. Um, I think that uh, did a lot of your friends go to chat and char no um, but I had a group of friends who did and I I went to a high school that was less Jewish so the the people who were Jewish like ended up most of us who were Jewish ended up being in the same friend group okay right and I think I'm still friends with a couple of those people. So mm-hmm. I think that having having friends who you can easily relate to is important. Yeah. But I, I don't know how how I will instill that in my children or what I will do or where I'll be. So Yeah. Um so how do you feel about this I like th- this idea of like Judaism, the culture versus the religion, because really it's it is both, right? And it's you know, I mean, I think it's a nature of well, like Judaism has apparently always been considered like a nation and a religion, and so there is that cultural part that's just inherent. But it's also kind of Jews have always been persecuted, so they've had to kind of keep themselves together, even if they weren't devout. Uh, devout Jews, right? Because they it didn't matter in, in, to other people if you were a practicing Jew or not. If you were a Jew, you were persecuted just like anyone else. Um, but I mean, I feel like there, I don't know, it, to me it feels like there's something lacking or there was in my, in my life by only being a, a cultural Jew because it feels like it's half, a, it's only one side of the coin. Uh, is the way I, I guess like what has led me to kind of further investigating it in, in the way I am. Um, do, do you have a friend right now who lives in the same city as you, who is more religiously Jewish than you, who's similar culturally to you? No, not really. I don't really know of any Jews in, um, in the Kitchener-Waterloo area. I, I did um, go to synagogue here once, and so I, I ended up hanging out with some of them, but they're more like modern Orthodox, and 
um, also like a bit older, so they have kids and stuff. And then I hung out with uh, my other guest who was on last week or who will be on. Um, he's like around our age, but he's recently become like ultra-Orthodox. So he spent three, three years in a yeshiva. So he's actually quite similar in kind of, he was brought up modern Orthodox, so it was interesting to talk to him, but he's, so he's, he's very relatable, except he's ultra-Orthodox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Um, so I don't really have that community here. Um, but I'm interested in kind of the, the broader uh, sense of the Jewish community as well, and kind of like what Judaism will look like for our generation. Because if I had to define our parents' generation from our, my experience, it would be that they largely grew up conservative and more traditional, and then they kind of didn't really fully believe in it, but they knew it was important to pass on to their kids. And so a lot of us were raised in kind of these half-hearted households, let's call it. And, and so, um, you know, a lot of my friends are, have completely dismissed it, and, and some others are more like questioning, you know, what it will mean for them. But so, I, yeah, I don't really have it. I'm, I'm interested in kind of exploring what else the Jewish community here has to offer, but it is quite small in this region. Um, so this is, this is actually something that's not just seen in Judaism. It's seen like across religions mm -hmm. that people, like they have a maximal point of religion in their like early teen years. Um, there's some sort of religious festival then, right? Like or yeah. whatever. Um, and then I'm just going to move to the location actually quickly. Sorry about that. All right. Um, I don't know where I saw this graph, but I definitely saw it somewhere. And it's not just about Judaism. So it's um, where uh, there's a maximal point of religion in your early teen years. And then that slopes off as you leave home and you, you know, Go and explore the world and then when you get married and have your own kids you want them to have a similar experience to you and the um religious aspect increases okay and then as you you know get older and you're like oh i'm gonna die well uh religion is kind of an answer to that <laughs> yeah so um there's like these spikes in religion through uh, lifetime, and that's like. But I would assume I that's that... within secular groups, right? Because actual religious people, a lot of them kind of just stay, like the Orthodox Jews, the the ultra Orthodox Jews, seem like they 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 stay that way fairly consistently, and so like maybe they still have some ebbs and flows, but it's a different baseline altogether, right? Yeah, you've just shifted the graph up or down, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, that doesn't. That doesn't negate the graph entirely, right? So, so I guess my, I, what I'm trying to figure out is I think that maybe you're right. It's across all religions. And I think generally millennials seem to be the first generation raised largely without any authentic religion would be my, my sweeping statement on it. Um, and I think it, that's reflected in a lot of the other societal things going on. But yeah, what I'm interested, you know, with Jews in particular but I think it is applicable, is is that baseline going to shift? Because it feels like, you know, our grandparents were a certain level, our parents were a baseline below that, and we're a baseline below that. 
and it's like is there going to be a shift in the baseline um, type thing and so I'm trying I'm trying to investigate you know aspects of people's current lives and their and their childhoods to see you know where where if I'm accurate and, and kind of where that could fit in I guess I think you're totally accurate and we're gonna get less and less religious um, as a group but um, the people who have the most children are the most orthodox and some of those <laughs> children will be some of those children will be conservative when they grow up and some of those children's children will be reform so I think that it's it's kind of never-ending cycle there yeah yeah that's fair but so you you think it's more like all going to the 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 conservative Jews of the future will more leak down from the Orthodox rather than up from a secular more secular folk. Yep. Interesting. Totally. Well, I I I don't know. I guess I hope I hope you're wrong because I see I see immense value in religion, and I I mean I make extensions to you know, the huge problem with mental health issues and all of that stuff. And I, I think there are parallels between the, the, the decrease in religion and the increase in mental health issues and loneliness and that kind of stuff. So uh, that's kind of the investigation I'm on. Um, and, and so I'm doing it, you know, in particular with Judaism, because I, I think, you know, I see value in the religion itself and it's obviously my background and and i'm just someone who likes kind of exploring but that's kind of where where my thoughts are because you know you say why why do you want to marry jewish and have your kids you know have the option like yeah um i'm sure you have a lot of friends who are half jewish uh maybe one parent was and one parent wasn't. Yeah. Um, something that my mom told me about that is that if you end up having raising your children with two religions, they're going to grow up with no religion. Yeah. But so, you're, you're... I, I think that's proven out. And I, I don't think that I feel comfortable um, in... I, I don't think I'd feel comfortable having a a Christmas tree or celebrating certain some of these holidays and I think that my future wife would feel equally uncomfortable in a Jewish setting that's foreign to her yeah. and marriage marriage is already hard enough yeah why would you add one more aspect into it that that makes sense from a pragmatic point that that's a very good point but you say that you know if if you're a kid with two like two parents religions you grow up with none but then you also said you feel like religion is just kind of on the downturn generally so why would that matter if the kid doesn't have the religion if if they're only gonna like uh you know be more culturally jewish than religious jewish anyways they're not really gonna have much of the religion um i i i think that the the cultural aspect is what's important to me. Okay. Um, like the religious aspect, um, it's it's nice. I, I like to argue and have discussions, and I feel like that might be a Jewish trait <laughs> um, because of the constant why questions. Yeah. 
about lots of the rules. And I think that that has um, been an aspect that has caused me to grow and learn and mm -hmm. to become who I am. And I think that if there was another way that I could give my children that, I don't know how that would be. Yeah. Um, like a constant questioning can be annoying, but um, I think it's also a good aspect in engineering. Yeah, definitely. And in life generally. In life generally, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for uh, sharing. And I, I appreciate the, the conversation and the insights. So thanks for coming on and being a guest. Thanks for having me. And thanks to everyone who tuned in. I hope uh, that kind of helped edge you along one way or another in your Jewish uh, trajectory or, or religious of sorts. And be sure to tune in next time and, and join Two Jews. Mm -hmm.